Pit Lanes and Pixels, a Beat Sports Spotlight on Sim Racing. Welcome to the third episode of our deep dive into sim racing in Ireland. In this five-part docuseries, we look at sim racing as a whole and the growth of the market in this country. Yesterday, we heard about the impact that the pandemic has had, both at a hobby level and indeed the explosion of sim racing as an esport. Now, let's look into that a bit more with this man. My name is Oscar Mangan and I'm a sim racing driver for Core Sim Racing. 22-year-old Oscar Mangan has established himself among the front runners when it comes to sim racing worldwide. The Mullingar native has competed in some of the most prestigious racing events on the calendar and was Ireland's only representative at the recent Digital Motorsports World Cup. Both my parents um, and even my aunt all did rallying. I, I mean, I, I probably spent the first six or seven years of my life going from rally to rally around the country, running around service parks as a toddler um, and all that and going out to stages. So I, I wouldn't come from a circuit racing background, but definitely a rallying one at least. Um, so that's probably where I got hooked on on racing. I, I didn't really have much interest in those other sports growing up as a child. I mean, I played them in, in primary school and some secondary school, but it was always racing that sort of spoke to me. So that's when uh, I kind of wanted to get into this, uh, uh, any sort of competition involving cars <laughs> I, I was mad into. As much as I love motorsport, it's probably the most exclusive or, or hard to get into sport that pr- probably exists in terms of um, just the cost of it is, is insane. You know, I mean, even the cost of like I wanted to go go karting probably from the age of like seven or eight, and it's it's just it's 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 crazy money for what is just a highly tuned chainsaw engine with a small tube frame and four wheels. So it was sort of the most cost effective way of me sort of getting I guess competitive itch scratched without having to break the bank. He's also multiple champion of the Irish Digital Motorsport Championship, which now has received the official backing of Motorsport Ireland, whose digital license we'll be hearing more about in tomorrow's episode. Here's Niall Maher from Digital Motorsport. So I approached Motorsport Ireland with an idea about setting up um, IDMC, which is the Irish Digital Motorsport Championship. And I guess that was really the, the starting point of it, because then we took it serious. We had rules, we had stewarding we were broadcasting the races we had sponsors we had prizes but every time i seen the drivers upping their game like we just went a step further and a step further and, and the real moment was you know leaving the job going home to the wife and the kids and saying yeah. guess what i'm gonna do and i went to the local enterprise office and said i remember meeting the guy and, and giving my presentation and um he got it straight away they gave us a small uh, amount of money I think it was 10 or 12,000 euros to put towards a, a wage. And of course, it was three of us. We shone Rob and myself, you know. I think when a certain F1 driver turned up one time for a race, and I'm not sure if we can say it, a Red Bull driver, was for me the moment when... I think you can say it, if you want, yeah. Um, no, nah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, but uh, not to embarrass the chap, but uh, it, was, it was when a, a postman went around the outside of him in a virtual race and... and you know, that really lit it up for me because everyone was so excited in the community to think that we were now sitting at home and um, we were attracting, you know, really high quality drivers uh, to come race with us uh, in Ireland. And as the new hardware and software upgrades lessen the gap between real and sim, as does the gap lessen between the drivers. The iRacing platform has over 160,000 active members, with Irish-founded Virtual Race Academy among the best, winning several special events this year, which see thousands of drivers compete. Ronan Hederman is one of the founding members. The fact that everybody knew there was no motorsport, it was like it was there was no motorsport across the board uh, happening. People started to invest in better equipment. They started to invest in their first sim rig. 
and you know everyone from the casual racer to the professional um jumping in on this mm. and yeah the standards went through the roof like the, I, I remember seeing in one of the, the splits it was 16 splits in a in a 24-hour race which is bonkers like you're probably talking about double of what it was the year before mm. um and then the standard like you literally have in top split max verstappen and landon Norris. and i think if i'm not mistaken one year Landon Norris and Verstappen were in, were in top split and Jordan and Brian were in the second split so that shows you the level that they are Max Verstappen you are the world champion the world champion you know these sim drivers they are so quick it's very interesting to see them drive because they have no real experience of a car but somehow when you look at how they're braking how they're going through it, it is how it should be so it's very uh, interesting for me, you know, to then compare myself to them because they're naturally quick on the sim. I'm naturally quick in real life. It's 40, 50 hours of preparation before, because I want to win whatever I do. I want to go to not to look like an idiot. So when I'm on the simulator, I'm also flat out. Well, high praise from Max indeed. And as esports commentator Jack Canan explains, we may be already watching a future world champion hone his or her skills virtually before they hit the real world track we're going to see guys who learn their craft of the simulator and then move into real-life racing, which you just don't see in any other form of esports because of the direct comparability between sim racing and real world, because you've got the peripherals that match the that match everything. You've got the wheels, you've got the pedals. I mean, even in the WRC, the, uh, the M Sport are using a Fanatec steering wheel in their actual car. So this is this is how close we're getting now. I think all we need now is packed stadiums watching this because it deserves a big stage for, for drivers to showcase what they can do. Tomorrow we'll take a deeper look into Ireland's role in this expanding discipline. Pit lanes and pixels, a beat sports spotlight on sim racing.